Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on the Tuesday edition, we're going to take a look back at Monday Night Football. Ben Roethlisberger says goodbye to Heinz Field, or does he? We will investigate. A former Uh-oh. teammate of Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, he's still in the news. A lot of conversation about what happened with A.B. and his new rap career after he walked out on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're also going to take a closer look at the player of the year odds in the NFL. It looks like a couple of us might have been dead wrong about that. We're going to take a look at the future of the AFC North. The Joe Judge meltdown is on, and it's the debut of the BQ News in 2022. All of it is yours next year. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. And the whole band is back together again. We welcome in Brady Quinn making his Fox Sports Radio debut in 2022. There he is, folks. Big time. You guys big did this time. Hey, yeah. You guys like that was a big deal. Yeah. yeah I mean, big time. Just got shot up the space. Um, <laughs> you, know you know what's big time is Big Ben. Yeah. It's not really last night, although they, they did get the win. They, <laughs> hey, they did get the win. It, I mean, Ben is big time in his career. Yeah. Yards per right. completion. Uh, yeah, I thought we're, we're, uh, we're, we're skyrocketing yeah. last night. Um, that, that's, that's Matt Canada's fault, dude. They, I'm telling you. They, everyone's like, well, they need to replace Big Ben at some point. You also need to replace your OC. All right. Stillers fans. Stillers. Um, now, Stillers. Now, you uh, being one of the, uh, and you've reveled in the idea of, uh, you know, knocking them out of the playoffs or playing well against them uh, and you guys beating <sighs> Pittsburgh. Um, when you watch him last night and you see I, I, I came away from that game going, all right, we're good here. Like he's he's never playing anywhere else. No. Um next week will be his last game. And and it's it's clear that this is it. Like that, that was my big takeaway. I look at it and I go, this is more like a you know Drew Brees final game in Eli. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Eli. It, it, it was 100%. closer to it was closer to Eli, I yeah. think. Because say what you want about Breeze at the end of their career. They were actually going to the playoffs, yep. though. You know, they were making playoff runs. They had a team that could do it. So, and, and even, by the way, it, it never looks pretty in the end. Like, people tend to forget. Like, yeah, Peyton won, too. But that last season, he was there. He was banged up. He was injured. He didn't – he wasn't doing a whole heck of a lot. It was that defense, the running game, and him kind of, you know, being the general that he was – but it was a far cry from the Super Bowl he won over the Bears. There was a lot of air let out of that ball, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he had a whole lot of floaters that last season. So you're right about it's, that. It, it, but And even with Eli, you know, it got to a point where obviously the Giants weren't contending. They really haven't been for the past five years. And he was in a position where it was like his, his play just it wasn't that good. Yeah, He had gotten to a point where it wasn't – I mean, that's what usually happens – Tom Brady's the outlier. Like, we, we compare these other quarterbacks who are Hall of Fame players, and we compare them to Tom like it's going to work out the same way for them. But it's not, dude. Like, it, this is – it's so rare. Like, I loved when Tom hit into his, like, 40s, his low 40s. Now he's in his mid-40s. People were like, oh, this is going to be every quarterback moving on in the future. No, it's not. The game is too violent. The game is still as fast – 
and as as you know punishing as it's ever been. It's not going to work out this way. Like what what Ben did being there for 18 years, winning two Super Bowls. I mean, that's that's what you dream of as a sports fan. It's really really hard to do, but he was able to do it in one of the best organizations who continued to build and surround him with talent outside of drafting maybe a couple second, third round quarterbacks that he wasn't happy about. Uh, for the most part, they did everything to build to allow him to have success. So it's a Hall of Fame career. Um, you know, I grew up, he, he played at Finley High School in Ohio and at Dublin Cop. We scrimmaged Finley, we played Finley. Um, he was older than me. So I remember as a freshman going and seeing him. And you'll, you'll never, I don't know how many of you guys know this, but. He was the receiver his entire career at Finley until his senior year because their head coach's son was the quarterback. And obviously, in <laughs> retrospect, people are like, what were you doing? And the funny response from his head coach is always like, well, the combination of my son to Ben at wide receiver was better than the combination of Ben to my son at wide receiver. So he's like, we had to at some point like figure out how this is going to work. And in order for us to win, like that gave us the best chance to win at that point based on our team. Or at least that's what he says to <laughs> we defend could, himself. We could touch on that in a, in a different segment. <laughs> Daddy ball is always going to exist. But, oh. you know, the interesting thing about some of the things that you said, Brady, is, I mean, you were a number 22 pick in the first round. I was a number two pick in the first round. How many playoff games did you play in? Yeah. You know what I mean? I played in two, two playoff games, like I, I, two appearances, one as I was on injured reserve one year and one year I played two. And you know what year I went to the to, to the playoffs and played in it? Year, year six. Yeah. Year six. Never touched the playoffs one time my entire career all the way up until basically the end. So when you talk about having – the opportunity to come in and inherit the type of team that Ben Roethlisberger inherited with the type of leadership that that was on that team. I mean, he'll tell you about Jerome Bettis. You know, guys like Plexico Burris were were getting getting a little older at, at the time well, when Hines Ben Ward, got in there. Really, Heinz right? Ward, right? Well, him and him and Plexico, him and Plexico are really really close. Like Plexico was actually in Pittsburgh yesterday for for the game um yeah but I mean just that amount of talent and leadership that you have and then we won't even touch on the defensive side of the ball because that's just one of the best defenses it's up there it ranks up there with the best ever in the game and you have the opportunity to step into that situation and and the type of success that he had Again, they said it. I think they said it best. There's no one that that represents Heinz Field as as much and embodies what Heinz Field and what Pittsburgh embodies as much as Ben Roethlisberger. And and the whole idea of the recency effect, the the conversations of what he looks like now versus what he looked like when he got into the league, and you know he was a human battering ram. Is the funny the the one the one video the viral video that went out of him in warmups and the one quarterback was doing the shuffle from the bags and stuff like that and then Ben just gets hit by the bags and he's just taking the bags and then he throws <laughs> and, and it went viral but that was really what Ben built his reputation on is extending plays guys bouncing off of him 
him being able to deliver the ball even in duress, and and that was how he handled things. I mean, his reputation um, at times took hits out of, you know, what some would say just being young and immature and just growing and learning and being a superstar in, in, in a football city. But he turned everything seemingly into what was a win for not only his own career, but for that city. And and there's not very many pros that get to go out on those type of terms. Well, like right. even even to Brady's point, it doesn't end like this. Even John Elway, everybody points to John Elway going, man, he, won, he went out winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. He also missed multiple games that year because he was banged up. His body was, he was finished. The, the, the Tom Brady is rarefied air that we're never going to see again. As for Roethlisberger, I mean, look, I, I, I just, I don't know why he would, I, I can understand if he's still got the itch to want to, like last night just told me, man, like it's over. Like yeah, but don't mess it up, right? Like there the uniqueness right. of what he represents as I think that this is the whole point of this conversation is him being a Pittsburgh Yeah, Steeler. I don't want to see him anywhere else. I have no desire to see him anywhere else. Tom Brady, I was fascinated to see, hey, how would this look? I have no interest in seeing Ben Roethlisberger play anywhere else. There was else no in Pittsburgh. discord, right? There was no like controversy between Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin. You know, you look at the situation, it became a little interesting between Brady and, and Belichick. Yeah. And and you felt like at some point, it's like, man, maybe it's healthy for them to not be around each other at this point. So, you know, I, and we talk about Peyton. Peyton went to a different team. Even, even Joe Montana went to a different team. Guys go to different teams. It's just something to be said about if you've embraced a city, You've embodied what a city represents. The city embraces you, and you guys have that type of relationship. I think it would be selfish to actually even go to another team and risk. You're not going to lose what you represented, but it does take a little bit of the shine off of what you represented being that leader for that team for all those years. No doubt about it. I think the thing about Ben that stands out to me is you know, just the way he kind of grew and evolved over his career. You know, he, we talk about what he inherited, and and you and I are talking about playoff games. Like, yeah, I was a part of two. That was it, man. Like one mm-hmm. year, fifth year into it, and that's it. And so, you know, you talk about what he inherited as a franchise, and it, and they didn't put it all on his shoulders initially. He just needed to make plays when he had to, and he did. And it was the second Super Bowl where it was really him. It was. You know, mm-hmm. arguably the greatest play – the greatest single play throw and catch you will find in a Super Bowl. Because that was to win it. And how he fit that ball in there amongst, it seemed like, four Arizona Cardinals defenders. And Santonio Holmes catching it and then being able to keep both feet inbounds, that sort of body control, and possess the football was incredible. I mean, that'll never be forgotten. And what he was able to represent in Pittsburgh for a long period of time. This is, a, this is a, an organization that... You know, how many has Mike Tomlin had a losing season? No, no. no. I mean, think about that. Like, as much as you want to say, like, that's a credit to Mike Tomlin, it's also a credit to Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, that's been his quarterback throughout the entire thing for him. So it's it's been an incredible career considering how he's developed over that period of time with all the change that Pittsburgh's had. I mean, we can joke about Antonio Brown. The reality is, like, think about how long that team dealt with that, whatever was going on behind the scenes there. 
I mean, well, I mean, if we that saw, might be that might be Hall of Fame worthy, by the way. Yeah, and I, and I think uh, there was there was a report out after Antonio Brown left Pittsburgh, and somebody was saying you have no idea how bad it was behind the scenes with him. Like, right. like you have, we, we have no clue. Just based like we've seen it all, and now of course we've seen uh, that. But yeah, I just look if if that's the way he's going to go out, then he goes out getting a win over Cleveland, and so well, they, he's only lost my, three my, my times. My point was going to be this, by the way. He, he embodies Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, there's not many quarterbacks who get drafted to the place where they go play that embody with the way they play, their style of play, like what that city is all about. And, and that's what he's been. That's what he's done. Like, that tough style of play. Uh, it, you know, sometimes it was backyard football, especially early on. And, but it was, a, it was a lot of, like, him making plays, him making, you know, games that looked ugly and, and finding a way to make them look pretty in the end with a win. Like, he embodied that. And, and that's one of those things that it's just – it's so rare – to find a player that's going to be able to represent that for a city like Pittsburgh. It's uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn with you here on FSR. But up next, uh, we are getting more details that are coming out from one of the most bizarre moments in recent NFL history. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, You can listen to us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Coming up later on this hour, um, a usual suspect in trouble again in the NFL. We will get into all that as details continue to emerge uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Now, um... The uh, Antonio Brown saga, and uh, that was a uh, that was a wild one. We were all texting each other, uh, going, "Wait, did he actually leave the field?" Uh, and then uh, Brady threw out the uh, yeah, uh, security thought it was a fan, and I thought you were joking. Oh no, it turns out that was actually true. Like security did think it was a fan that just uh, ran out onto the field. So the whole thing was bizarre. Uh, but Antonio Brown and the saga surrounding it uh, continues. Uh, and um, Bruce Arians, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of course, was asked about it by the media yesterday. Uh, here was the back and forth. Can you fire a player if he won't go because he's injured? I don't know that he was. Did he, did he say that he was, or was there a dispute no. about that? No. He just refused to go in, or can you tell us more about it? Not really. I mean, it ha- what happened is pretty obvious what happened. So, uh, you know, he left the field, and that was it. So, so that was a Bruce Aaron just talking about the injury aspect because there is that side of the equation that's come out now that uh, Antonio Brown was injured. Of course, Ian Rappaport reported that yesterday morning. Uh, so now we're hearing uh, that injury would have been a, a cause for Antonio Brown not wanting to go back into a game, uh, even though he ran off the field and was at a basketball game on Monday night. But never mind all that, Brady Quinn. Uh, A.B. back in the news yet again. Fun stuff. I, I think the, the thing that you would be concerned by – if you're the team, is trying to release him, which they haven't yet, not officially. Maybe as far as the press conferences go and, and everything else, but they haven't officially released him. Um, the problem is, is if there is some sort of dis- disagreement on the sidelines that has to do with him not being 100% healthy, he's had an ankle injury, I believe he missed pra- practice both Thursday and Friday of that week of the game. You know, obviously then... 
the team's in a bit of a rough spot, that still doesn't change what he did and taking off his shoulder pads and arguing with guys on the sidelines and just bouncing in the way he left the game. So I, I think the Tampa Bay Bucks were trying to wait and see if the NFL was going to do anything, you know, as far as suspending him for his actions. It doesn't appear the NFL is going to do a thing about it. And so now this really falls on the Tampa Bay Bucks and what they want to do. And if they fine him or even suspend him, right, when you get suspended, it's suspended without pay in the NFL. He's going to file a grievance. And all, whatever was said on the sidelines is going to come to light. It's going to be a, a he said, he said thing. And I would imagine there will either be a settlement, you know, or he might even end up having his way where he gets back whatever monies were, would at least be owed to him for the remainder of the season. Now, I, I tend to think that this had more to do with the fact that in that game at the time of his departure, he, I don't know if he was within the top five targeted receivers, including tight ends. Gronk was the most targeted at that point. And he had incentives before that game for receptions and yards and touchdowns, all of which accumulated to a million dollars if he was in the final two games to hit those numbers, which he didn't. And when you hear Tom Brady talk about it and just knowing the background of, of Antonio Brown, I got to be honest with you, dude, he could be in some serious stuff off the field and some serious trouble where, like, he might need that money. He might need those incentives. There might be some other things going on. I, I know we've talked about, you know, being delicate with, with the mental side of things, and, and that's true. But there's also an element of, like, he might be in trouble. And there might be another reason for him – acting out or, or needing money for a certain reason, um, you know, based on how he likes to live his life. I mean, that, that's real. Like, that, that's a real concern. You know, I spoke my piece on it yesterday, and there have been a lot of people being very judgmental one way or the other, right? It's the judgment of don't, don't come at this guy this way. He needs an intervention or he needs help. There's, it's mental health. It's, it's all those things. And you have people on the other side of it where it would appear that he's being piled on, like, oh, he shouldn't have done it, and this, that, and the other. And, uh, again, I, I hold true to what I said yesterday. I thought it was selfish. I thought it was, was a narcissistic uh, action. I, I, I did not. I, if I had any respect, I lost it as it applies to him, I could care less about people saying that, you know, that's, that's, you know, you're off on that. No, I don't think I'm off. I wouldn't want a teammate like that. And, and everybody's talking about, well, you know, if you hear, you know, hearing Brady say, well, we need to, you know, help him as much as we can and this, that, and the other. No, you don't. No, you don't. You hope that, that he wants to do whatever it is he needs to do in his personal life to, to rid himself or help himself of how he handles things. But make no mistake about it. That is a pattern of of behavior that that he has clearly gotten comfortable enough to to execute that way. Tantrum, tantrum, <laughs> tantrum syndrome. <laughs> like that he throws temper tantrums. I I I I have I have a few family members like this. They'll they'll throw they'll throw temper tantrums, and they'll say some of the worst things that they could ever say to you, and then they'll circle back around and they'll apologize. That's how they handle things. I'm going to act out of my emotions right now, and then I'm going to I'll come back. At, if anything, I'll come back and I'll apologize for it. I ain't really mean that. Whatever it may be, 
when I look at this A-B situation, if you're a doctor, you know, I don't even care if you're a doctor because even if you're a doctor, if you're not examining Antonio Brown, can we please stop with CTE? Can we please stop with, with saying, you know, clinically diagnosing Antonio Brown for his mental health issues? Can we can we stop there? It's the for easy go to, you know, because because for what it's worth, for what it's worth, I think it's it's BS to do it. And here's the reason why. There are 53. I guess it's more now. It's a few more now, but 50 plus rosters, man rosters around the league, 32 teams. All right. I can remember first name that comes off to my mind is the Belcher young fella that that took his own life and and played for kansas city i believe at the time brady's teammate okay mental health has ways of showing you how bad it really is and 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 in these scenarios there are people that truly 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 are crying out for help and you know what those are the issues that that you pay attention to to put what Antonio Brown's behavior was on that sideline in the realm of saying, you can't criticize him, you shouldn't be able – those coaches don't care about him, the team didn't care about him, they left him out there the way that they did, is that you're a loser. You're, you're, in your life, you're probably a loser. You're probably an excuse maker for everything that happens in your life. And you need to take a good look at yourself because for all these other players that are having to deal with whatever their everyday situations are, I can guarantee you, if A.B. is in the situation you think he may be in, Brady, in terms of he needs that money, I can guarantee you there is a very large percentage of guys that are playing in the league that need the money that they're going to get and probably don't even have enough. And, and people may say, well, how is that? Well, because they probably spent it. <laughs> Right. They probably spent their money. There are a lot of people who are dealing with mental issues in terms of baby mamas. Baby mamas are undefeated. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen one lose yet. All right. When you look at when you look at injuries, injuries are undefeated. I haven't seen somebody beat it yet. So when you're talking about all of the things that you know guys need support for, do you know how many guys out there need support? And so for all you people that are pinpointing Antonio Brown to say he needs help, he needs assistance, it's mental health, it's CTE, it's it's this, it's that, and it's the other. Name me somebody else who needs it. Name me somebody else. Give me a name right off the top of your head. You're sitting somewhere in your car. You're sitting somewhere listening to this. You'll, you'll hear this. Name somebody else right now in the National Football League that you believe needs the same assistance. And I can guarantee you, you probably can't come up with a name. Because it only matters to you when it matters to you. And that's the bottom line. And in this moment, to try to justify what his actions were is not I, – I, I do not subscribe to it. I don't buy it. And, and, and I, don't, I don't feel any type of way about having that opinion towards it. It's not piling on. Think about all the other teammates on the sideline and what they may be dealing with. And, and what, what's going on in their personal life. But they, they choose to have enough con- control and restraint in how they handle things in their lives that you as the public don't become a part of it. When somebody makes their business public business and you become a part of it, public opinion is always going to be attached and associated to what's taking place. So in this situation here, maybe he does need mental help. 
Maybe he does need an intervention. But to say that he is void or he is not culpable for what he did, wrong. To say that that you can't criticize him for what his actions were on the sideline, wrong. For you to say that Bruce Arians in some way is culpable for this, wrong. I could keep going down the list of things that you're wrong about as it applies to this scenario. You had a job to do. Do your job. You don't know enough about talking about mental health to sit there and say that this is exactly what it is or it's CTE and they should have been been uh, more supportive of him and handled it differently. Wrong. Uh, wrong, uh, wrong, and wrong. Uh, nobody knows whether or not he's got CTE. Uh, nobody knows whether or not he's got serious mental issues. Here's all I know. Uh, he quit on the Steelers during the season. Uh, he had another meltdown, uh, no pun intended, with the cryotherapy chamber uh, with the Raiders and then quit on them. Uh, then he gets to New England and he butchered that with off-the-field stuff. And then he got to Tampa Bay and he quit on them in the middle of the game and threw his equipment into the crowd. And for a guy who needs all this mental help, I mean, he sure figured out a way to, to link up his rap song right after the game was over yeah, and get on posts. social media and, and hang out. Like I just, at, at some point... Like it, it, you can you can have the discussion about mental health, or you can have the real discussion in which we know the facts, and the facts are the guys quit on his team multiple times and shown you it's him over team every single time and every single step of the way. Sorry, don't what feel was bad. Was he in New England for like thirty days? Was it even that? I don't even know if it was that because all that stuff came out. Well, no, 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 no. I, I get that, but I'm just I'm just saying like. I would think that we'd use Bill Belichick as the standard. That like that was his shortest stint. Maybe people should have kind of keyed in on that. And obviously he kept things under wraps for a year, at least in Tampa, before things got out of control. But the reality is, I mean, what, there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, there, there's not – this isn't smoke anymore. This is like billowing flames, all right? This is like a burning building. And, I, I'm, again, I'm not going to try to diagnose or, or figure out what's going on. <laughs> right. But the reality is is – Tampa should have known what they were getting themselves into. I think they did probably with all the stuff that at least was going on behind the scenes during this season. Because whether it's the ankle injury or whatever. I mean, because here's, here's the hard part about the ankle injury. Can you, can you use the ankle injury and say that's legitimate? I mean, first it was the cryo-frozen feet. I, the helmet. Like, there's so many things throughout the course of time that we've heard from him, and I don't know what you can believe in any of it. Like, when it came down to it with the Raiders, it just seemed like he didn't want to be there. It wasn't about an injury or his feet or a helmet. He just didn't want to be there. I mean, it, it literally has gotten to a point where I don't know that you can trust whatever is said about him from an ankle injury to any, anything else because there's always more to the story. This is a burning building. This isn't where there's smoke, there's flames. This thing's already on fire. It's just a matter of when this thing's going to burn down, and I, I think we're to that point. You, we, we've seen the video a lot. Yeah. We've seen it. Yes. If you have an injured ankle. I mean, last I checked, when, when I've injured my ankle to the point of where they can't tape it up and I can't go back into the game, I'm limping. Like, let's be clear here. He wasn't I'm, taped I'm at all, was he? Not taped. Not that I, and not not that that I saw. And not limping, was jogging. To a to to in his mind in an Antonio Brown world, to the the cheers and the love of who Antonio Brown is as he left as, as he was leaving stage, he was jogging off of the field. 
waving goodbye. So, so again, let's be clear here. If it's an injury situation and your ankle is so sore that you can't – I, you know, isn't, isn't it Terrell Owens? It's funny because he came up as, as a comparison to who's the bigger diva. Didn't Terrell Owens play in the game with a broken ankle? Yeah, and was awesome. If your ankle is so sore, and I don't gauge anybody's pain thresholds, all right? I'm not doing that. But I'm saying if your ankle is so sore that you can't go back into the game, and that's the reasoning that you're using, do you really jog off the field? Do you trot off of the field? Do you really trot off of the field? Like, just take that simple piece of information. Because I know me, if if my ankle is so sore that I can't go back into a game due to injury, that's injury. That's not you're hurting. That's not you're in pain. That's an injury. If you can't go back on the field, then how are you jogging your ass off of it? And, and also, if he was injured, wouldn't a trainer have been over there talking with him at some point on the sidelines? Like, hey, man, you can't go in the game. What's going on? How can I help? Instead, it was Mike Evans trying to get him to stop taking off his shoulder pads, Tom Brady to try and get him engaged again, O.J. Howard, so on and so forth. It just He's full of crap. I mean, let's just call it what it is. He's full of crap. Uh, people can can get hung up on, on the mental side of it and have that discussion all they want. All, all we know is the guy bailed on his team mid-game. I mean, I mean, just and by the way, is he uh, is he still roommates with Tom Brady? I mean, uh, how's that going? You think are they still are they still rooming together? I know he's staying in uh, Tom Brady's house. Is he gonna is is the rent check gonna arrive or is he gonna burn him like he did those cooks? I uh, mean, the his pad's probably so big. I don't I don't know that he knows whether Antonio Brown's there or not. That's a good point. You know? Yeah, no, he that's might a really still good point. be in New York. That, look, this is all he was sub, there last this night. Is, this is all subterfuge by 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 God dang uh, by Antonio Brown. He wants he whatever it is he chose in in that moment. Why we hit the dump button? I said, gosh darn! <laughs> what you hit the dump button for? <laughs> Come on, wake up back there! Wow, hey, first hey, hey, first look, dump look. of the year, Lavar Arrington. Oh, please, I, I didn't right. say yeah, I didn't say anything. Board. Way more than that. Maybe yeah. maybe AB is the name, that, and maybe we need to dump every time we say AB. Uh, you know the, the the but to to think about the last two tweets on his timeline are promoting. His new song. The last two tweets are promoting his song. So he's trying, you know, and somebody said it, they said it best, and I, I think this is this is what it is, right? He did something, knowing something, to get the results that he wanted. He has not only the entire sports world talking about him, he has the entire media world talking about him. He is the biggest story, one of the biggest stories in media, even on Tuesday Tuesday morning. Yeah, well played. Well, uh, well played. I was going to say, this is what this is. He's got to transition into a new career. His new career is going to be just being what we saw leaving the field with the Jets. It's going to be a former professional athlete who's got a big social media following, and everyone's going to watch to see what he does next. So every reality TV show is going to get ready to have to deal with this. Like, th- that's, that's what's going to be cast in, I promise you. He's going to end up on some reality TV show because people are going to be fascinated to watch him. There's going to be the social media following element, too, where they'll think that will impact ratings. And that's how he's going to continue to keep deriving an income. Because at this point, like, what's he going to do? Like, like what's he going to do for a job in all, in all seriousness? 
And you might say, well, he's made enough money, he should be fine. And, and I keep stressing to people, you don't understand the spending habits of professional athletes. You know, what is it, 70% of them are broke within two years of, of, their, of their final days playing? I mean, that's not like, an, you know, some made-up stat. It's out there. That's real. He did, Dancing with the Stars. Like, he's already well, that's been That's one in, reality TV he's, still. He's, and, that ain't the ones I'm talking about. Oh, I'm talking about the other stuff that's out there. Oh, I yeah. get it. I get it. But what I'm saying is, is he has, he has been mentally strong enough to actually achieve getting on yeah. big big shows like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. You know? It's uh, it's the whole Go thing. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Coming up next here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, uh, somebody is under investigation, Uh-oh. and it's a usual suspect. We'll get into all that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer, and we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar errington no brady dumps. quinn jonas Knox. no dumps here we go no dumps no dumps no dumps no dumps no dumps no dumps uh. first uh first dump of the year show? to you lavar remember, you remember that show Why? no he the was yeah, I, I don't know well we don't want to say it again uh we don't want to get dumped again so we got to be careful did someone like mishear something or no, did he listen you know just uh, uh really you, you gotta hype it yeah. you're, gonna, you're gonna hype it yeah we never know <laughs> yeah we, we never know I, i'm just asking was was the dump justified no yeah yes Wow. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't. Uh, You've got conflicting reports we on do. this. We oh, do. Uh, you know. Was the dump, um, was it something juicy? No. Right? No. No. Oh, okay. Nope. It wasn't. A little GD. You heard it? A little GD with a gosh instead of, uh, you know. It was really with a T. Got. Yeah, yeah got. got. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Well, uh, sometimes people pronounce it with like a K. It's like cock. You know, like yeah, yeah. It's like a different sound. Dang, yeah. it's uh, a new day. There you go. Yeah. But but listen, Man, there's uh, it does have a good voice. Yeah, thank you. I'm telling you, man. Like I, I didn't realize Lavar had a great voice thank until you. we started doing the show, yeah, and and you. and I, once we discovered it, we were like, we got to take advantage of it. Thank and speaking you. of which, if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's oh. why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com/slash/match limitations apply uh, you know go ahead sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment <laughs> good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it all right leave the lap executive producer well, what the hell's going on my bad you guys in case you missed it yesterday we talked about the failed railings at fedex field where fans fell onto the field <laughs> right in front of jalen hurts yeah and uh, some are disputing that the Washington football team, anyone on the field, gave any medical um, support to any of those fans, <laughs> including one that spent the night in the hospital. 
Well, Jalen Hurst helped him. Uh, That's but, true. Yeah, but the security was nowhere to be found. I, uh, I think the issue is more that you needed someone from the Washington football team yes. to provide that. Yes. 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 Jalen Hurts is not a part of that yeah, in no, I un- understood. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware okay. that he does not well, work just for the— sure you're uh, aware. Yeah, yeah, and actually, yeah. like, the ushers and stuff, ass. the security are, like, third party, too. So it would have needed to be literally someone from Washington that did something. They did zip tie the uh, the railing back though. All right. Oh, <laughs> All right. That's hey, you know what? You know what? A, a zip tie goes a long way. Let me you tell you what? something. You know what? You guys have maybe come full circle. That was sewage that was just being dumped over everyone. Oh, right? Oh. In this stadium, you're <laughs> right. It, they probably oh, had an architect that would have some sewage line going over stadiums earlier in the year. That was sewage. That was uh, Lavar's dump that we just had the last segment. Yeah. segment. Yeah. That's what that was going over those fans Darn. draining from those pipes. Well, you, the you know where that wouldn't have happened? RFK. That's where it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Way to ruin the bit. Or Joe Robbie. You know, yeah, wouldn't have happened there either. What else, Lee? <laughs> you guys, the Jaguars <laughs> entered week 17 with the league worst 4-11 and record against the spread. So one better decided to wager $220,000 on the Patriots covering as 16.5 point favorites. And he won big $200,000 after the 50-3 win. Good God, man. I, look, I know they're terrible, but 16.5 points, like that is... I mean, that that's they're up forty three ten, and um, well, no, the math doesn't work there. Uh, they're up thirty three ten. Gone on vacation. Imagine, imagine New England's up thirty three ten, and Jacksonville just, gets a garbage time touchdown. Like that, your whole bet's out. You're out two hundred plus thousand dollars. Like I just, that is, ugh, that's a rough did, way to make a living. Didn't you say? I mean, Urban was the problem, right? That was yeah, the yeah. Issue yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. I Can, mean, those guys are vacationing right with Urban right now. And and did we ever hear back from that loser who asked, um, who made the comment to Daryl Bevel about you could be the interim coach and win more games than Urban Meyer. How's that guy doing? How's that yeah. loser doing yeah. who covers the Jags? Did they have a loser. betting line on that? On, on Daryl Bevel, Bevel winning more games than uh, Urban Meyer? Uh, probably. probably was a book <laughs> I'm sure somebody's about to get paid <laughs> oh, off of that. Yeah. Well, oh, no, I, I think it's the opposite. I think someone's not going to get paid. Ooh. I think some books suckered some people into thinking that that they were actually going to get paid. Like, this team was actually going somewhere. You, no. But, you, you know what the reality is? Urban Meyer pressing his finger on all those coaches and players was the only thing keeping them competitive and giving them a chance to win football games. <laughs> now that he's not there, like you're seeing their true colors, and everyone's trying to act like, oh, this is going to happen anyway. No, it wasn't going to be this bad. It was not, I promise you. Do you think Urban Meyer is quietly sort of, not for the players, but maybe celebrating that uh, you know that they're struggling there and Shad Khan's having to deal with that disaster? Do you think Urban's kind of quietly I hope happy? he's laughing when he watches that game, because I, I just have a hard time believing that it would be this bad if he was there Mm. i I think now people feel relaxed they feel comfortable they're like oh well you know we're looking on to 2022 now uh good luck because most y'all ain't gonna be there anymore i didn't know opting out was existing in uh the nfl NFL. this year (laughs) (laughs) was that the one two three cancun jaguars opted out (laughs) jacksonville to the bahamas they go to the Bahamas in Jacksonville. It's closer. Indeed. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 